No, you know, uh, from what I know and from what we do up here in the, nor in the uh, Northeast, we, we run our pools on chlorine and we run our hot tubs on bromine. I think you use bromine, right, J uh, Justin? I do, yeah. Bromine's yeah. A, bromine is a high-temperature uh, chemical sanitizer, okay. and the chlorine is for the cooler waters. So uh, it would be kind of hard. I mean, some people do. I think you can use chlorine in a hot tub, but okay. I just know most people use the bromine. As a matter of fact, the bromine smell is the same smell, because we'll get back to Disney here, is what they use to sanitize the water in Pirates of the Caribbean, and that's what gives it that mucky, musty smell when you go oh, down over the first floor. That would be the same as um, even uh, the um, Small World, too, would it not? I don't. I, I know for a fact, because I, I've inquired about that smell before, and it's definitely bromine is what the sanitizer they use for Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know if they use the same... Um, in small world, I would assume I don't have that same scent when you're in a small world that you do. I mean, th that I want to say that has a distinctive smell. Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, we all know what you say it. You can almost smell it when you're talking about it. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, that's what they use there. And I'm not 100 percent sure what they use on small world. So I I love that smell. But my question for you is, you just said bromine was for high temperatures. Why would they use that for small? Or why would they use that for pirates? It had something to do with the dark, the light. I read a whole thing about it and. Darn if I remember. <laughs> I just okay. remember that that was the chemical that they used, and there was a reason why they used the bromine. And I can't I'd have to read up again and refresh my memory, but uh, there was a specific reason on why they did it. And I think it had something to do with um, the the because it was so dark and because of the light. Uh, I think that's why Splash Mountain used something different because it's outside. Something along those lines. I was just kind of reading up on some of the chemicals they use to treat their uh, their water systems. Well, now that you all have done two different things. I want to. The first one is you sent me down a YouTube rabbit hole and article rabbit hole, figuring out what chemicals they use in every water attraction. <laughs> and the second one is before we go too long, let's go live in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. We just become best friends. Yep, gentlemen. Start your engine! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello everyone and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast. Thursday, May the 24th, 2018. My name is Justin, and I'm joined by two guys who you can always find relaxing on the beach at the Poly, taking in the sun. Mike, Jason, what's going on, brothers? What's going on, guys? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Summer is in full swing, finally. You have that Disney glow still about you. I can almost smell the Magic Kingdom uh, radiating off you. Besides that, it's your birthday. It is my birthday. Thank you. That's right. Happy it is. Birthday, it brother. is my birthday. I um, it, it's been a good day. You know, I got to spend it with the family. Well, actually, I had to work. You know, think all work. Um, and then I, uh, man, I tell you what, guys, I got a lot of love from the group. A lot of love from. Um, I even got love from people that aren't in our Facebook group wishing me happy birthday. You know, so um, it, it was great. I really love that, and um, it's just a testament of um, how incredible kinds warm people we have in our group you know in our circle in the disney dad's family it's incredible 
Well, you're looking good for 28, so. <laughs> you know what? It just dawned on me. My dad called me, and I got excited because my dad never calls me on my birthday. He, he's like me. He forgets dates. He's just, look, I'm the guy, I'm the dad, and I'm not even ashamed to say it because it is who I am. Um, when we're filling out paperwork, I'll look at my seven-year-old and go, when's your birth date? What year were you born? Because I do that with both of them. I am terrible with birth dates, all right? So my dad calls me. I says, dude, you haven't called me on my birthday in like 13 years. He's like... Uh, Michelle, his his wife is Michelle. Uh, she reminded me it was your birthday, so don't get too excited. <laughs> so, but it was great. Even my dad called. You know, we chatted, and um, it was it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. So listen, I'm excited that you're back because uh, Justin and I almost burned the house down when we were away. <laughs> Man, uh, I'll tell you what, we, we messed up this, we messed up that. We were like teenage kids running around without an adult around. So you're definitely, even though you know you're a little younger than me. You're definitely the adult in this trio, so we're glad to have you back, and we get the uh, the train back on track, and get the Disney dads back without uh, wrecking the complete house. We're like thing one and thing two around here. You are thing one <laughs> and thing two. I have not been to sleep since I've been back. I've been continually putting out fires and emailing advertisers and going, I apologize about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good to see you guys. It's uh, it's long overdue. I wish you guys were down there with me, man. We had such a great time. As we know, and a lot of our Disney family have a lot of upcoming trips. You know, school's getting out now. It is the season to be headed down to the kingdom, and uh, we want to hear how your trip went. So tell us some of the high points, low points, and what we did. I know you met a lot of our Disney dad family down there, so we want to hear some of your trip. Yeah, I had a great time. I got to hang out with some incredible people. Benjamin and Leslie, they met us. Um, they're the ones who gave the um, the live giveaway right there. They were super fun. Um, I would hang out with them in a heartbeat. And if anybody's in the kingdom, and listen, Benjamin even threw that out there in the group. Hey, if anybody's going to be in the kingdom or uh, be at uh, Disney World this weekend, you know, I'd love to get together and hang out. Do it. He's a super nice guy. She's just an absolute sweetheart. Uh, my boys uh, rode Haunted Mansion with her, and, uh, you know, it's just, it was super fun. Um, I got to hang out with our good friend Aaron White. He uh, he had to drop some uh, history on me. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, the Renfro family, they're really good friends of ours. Uh, we got to hang out with them. Um, listen, I'm going to tell you what. They got a little girl that made my ovaries hurt. I'm telling you, that little Lucy <laughs> is the most smiley baby in the world. Man, she was making my ovaries hurt. Um, and Piper, she is something else. I just love her to death. We had a lot of fun with them. Um, but, you know, I could go on and on about how great our Disney family is. But, you know, being down there is always better um, than being up here. And when you're down there with family, like Uncle Tim and Uncle Terry, you know, it makes it that much magical you know and let me tell you what guys I, you know i know you saw this and and some people that don't belong to our group you know we got to do splash mountain in fact the first my first ride on splash mountain you know after all these years uh, i got to have everybody you know everybody on the whole boat was people that are associated with the disney dads and it's such a great picture it's definitely a picture that's going to go up on the studio wall guys that's a that's a ride that um wow you know wow you know, you guys were right. I really enjoy that Splash Mountain. People that are that have been on it a million times are like, well, I don't understand what, maybe I don't understand what your big deal is. I I, I don't know. Maybe they're thinking that. But um, after going to the Magic Kingdom all this time and never having a chance to ride it, what an incredibly long ride. It's probably one of the only rides that actually takes my stomach away. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it, it kind of... 
I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's really kind of a whole neat experience. I do want to ask you that I'm here, and Rachel asked me this, because she's, she's having, she was asking a question. Through the story, you know that you got the whole storyline of Splash Mountain, right? How did Br'er Rabbit escape the fox? Because he's, he's sitting there, he's caught by the fox, or he's caught by the fox, and, you know, because he's got the honey, the honey uh, hive, the beehive mm-hmm. right, around him, right. and all of a sudden he's free. Is there is there something that we're missing well, I think I think it's the drop. I think they go over the drop and uh, and he gets loose and he's free. And then all of a sudden they're you know, okay. uh, it's it's a good question. Um, now, but also with the water, you know, the the alligator ends up getting uh, the end of Brer Fox's tail, and and Brer uh, Bear is stuck in the tree with uh, with the bees and everything. So they're trying to get away. So I mean, there's you know, there's a lot of different uh, things that happen. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know the exact. I can't. I can't say exactly exactly what Brer Rabbit did to get loose. Maybe that's a good. Hey, I'll tell you what. If you, you know, Disney Dad's family, you let us know how Brer Rabbit gets loose and how he ends up, you know, successfully getting away from Brer Brer Fox and Brer Bear. Because I think pretty much anyone can create their own storyline there. For some reason, I think Aaron White will have the right story on that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> no to a T. Yeah. So, listen, in a nutshell, I had a great time when I was down there. Um, the rain, you know, I'm not going to complain about weather. I'm not one that really complains about the weather too much unless I'm up here in Wisconsin and it's miserable cold, and I'm just going to call it. But we, it was a lot of rain. We went through a lot of ponchos, but it was warm, you know, so there's a big difference between the warm rain and, and a cold rain. So we just you just trudged through it. We had a lot of nights where we could walk on rides, and it was a great family trip, man. It really Where'd was. Where'd you stay? Where'd you stay? Uh, the Polynesian. Oh yeah, I mean you can't so, go wrong. You can, no, you know. it was. Yeah, we stayed there the last. Uh, I want to say five times, five or six times. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been talking. Um, uh, Rach is going to stay there again in September, or uh, excuse me, in November. We have we're locked on for, for uh, January of next year already. But we're talking maybe waitlist in uh, Bay Lake, you know, because just mm-hmm. for that change. But, you know, we keep going back to, man, I love my Polynesian. You know, it's like, geez, do I want to? We have friends of ours that are maybe going to be going to Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going to try to join us. And, you know, Rach is, uh, my wife is, she's just not an Animal Kingdom person. And I'm like, you know, we need to probably, she's like, I'll do one night. I'm like, I'm not doing one night at a hotel. No way. So I'll do maybe two nights. Well, maybe I'll talk her into two nights, you know. Um, do two nights on the Savannah because if I do it for the first time, I want to. I want the Savannah experience, you know. So I don't know what the difference in, in points would be, but it, it's not bad. And there's something special about waking up and having your coffee, or you know, yes. having a beverage out sitting on in, in a giraffe's walking by, or you know, a kudu or a, mm-hmm. a zebra, or you know, you see all these animals. I know, Mike, that's your home resort, so I know you guys stay there a lot, you know. And that's that's one of our we stay at Kadani quite a bit too, so we we enjoy that resort a lot. That's our favorite. I got to tell you, it's, it's you know, I'm getting a little a little off topic, but with the DVC stuff, it's very low in points. Uh, it's not that many points to use if you're getting a standard value. Uh, there's even if you get a standard view, there's plenty of opportunity to uh, partake in the animal experiences because they have a lot of viewing areas. Uh, but I tell you, man, that's our favorite favorite resort. I think it's a well kept secret, and uh, yeah, don't don't go there. We'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> I don't want too many people going there because what a guy. it's pretty easy to get booked. No, actually, uh, you know, if I had my choice of of them, uh, that's definitely one of them that we love to go to. It's kind of off the beaten path. I tell you, I've said it before on other podcasts. If that was a resort in any other place other than Disney World, that would be a 
uh, a, a vacation in itself, just a resort. And uh, I really love that place. And uh, yeah, that's that's our favorite. What's cool there, Jason, the boys will really like it, is you can go down and um, if you go down after sunset, they can look over the savannah with um, like night vision, uh, night vision glasses and goggles, okay. stuff like that. Right. Um, they have the fire there to where they'll go and tell stories, things like that. So it's a really cool resort. But let's hey, before we, we move on to our topic this week, uh, well, I want to hear about some of the places you ate at. You know, what, what's uh, what was your dining like while you're there? <laughs> oh man, uh, well we ate. Oh man, we ate. We ate a lot. We ate. Um, let me just give you a rundown of a couple. We had 1900 Park Fair um, for breakfast. Great character interaction, guys. We had so much fun there. We did Garden Grill. We did Beer Garden. We did um, we did um, the Brown Derby. We did um, Diamond. What is it? Diamond Horseshoe. Diamond Horseshoe. I like Diamond Horseshoe. We did Diamond Horseshoe. Yeah, it was good. It was I good. Done it, it was yet. Family. It was family style. Yeah. So it was cool. We did um, Liberty Tree for lunch. Um, I, I I know I'm missing some that are that are Crystal big. Palace, right? Uh, we did Crystal Palace. Yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah. I'm not gonna forget that one. We did Crystal Palace with a, a big group, so it was a lot of fun. Um, and you know, and the food was always good there. Always good. You know, these buffets, you leave so... St- well, listen, I do. I, mean, I don't want to generalize people. I leave so stuffed. Man, but you know, some of these meals are pretty pricey. So it's like, I'm going to get my money's worth, you know? Um, yeah, we had some really good ones. And we ate around Epcot for the um, Flower and Garden. Now, what about Cinderella's Royal Table? You oh, yes, well? I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot that one, too. <laughs> Mike and I know your plans better <laughs> yeah, than you know Yeah, help me out, guys, because I know the show's going to drop, and my wife's going to be texting me, and you forgot this, and you forgot that. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, we ate at Cinderella's Royal Table. What did you think about that? Because I haven't done that since the kids were small. I loved it. And let me tell you, oh, I ate at, um, we did um, Be Our Guest for dinner also. We did Be Our Guest for dinner also. So we had some heavy hitters. I mean, we really did. Uh, going back to the Cinderella's, um, I loved it. I loved the the character interaction was fun. I love the fact that all the all the guys get a sword, all the women get a um, magic wand. Oh, okay. The food was absolutely fantastic. I found it to be one of my favorite meals of all times on Disney properties. Just just the culinary expense and the taste. It just was fabulous. They laughed at me. I got a I got like the um, a tenderloin salad. My wife's like, you're going to get a salad? I'm like, yeah, because, you know, I, I that was just what I was feeling, you know? And it was perfect, man. It was just perfect. Her meal was just perfect. I tell you, Mike, if you get the chance, the next time you do uh, Mickey's Not So Scary, if they still do the villains dessert party up there, um, oh, yeah. it's it's fantastic. It's it's a great experience. It's a dessert party. Uh, but you also get some uh, some foods. You get some, like, meats, cheeses, things like that. And uh, really, really cool with uh, Maleficent and um, Cruella de Vil- You know, all, the, all these great uh, villains coming around to your table. You get to take pictures with them, interact with them, talk with them. Uh, so you guys should check that out. That's a, that's a really cool experience. That's very cool. Good to know. I didn't know that. I had another question for you, Jason. Now, I know that Splash Mountain was a first for you. Any first for the boys? Because I know they're oh, always exploring. Oh, yeah, man. Okay. Let me tell you. Thank you for asking that, too, because this was important. You know, that's one thing about the show is, like, you know, we never really like to make the show about us. You know what I mean? But this is kind of some of those important things where I do want to share it with you guys. Um, My boys got to ride Space Mountain for the first time, too. So I got, and they both were tall enough to ride, and um, a little apprehension. And, you know, my oldest, you know, I thought, oh, man, he's going to, he he's like, all he cared about was, because he's so used to riding these roller coasters where, like, he's sitting next to Dad. 
and he doesn't go down all the way. So like literally when you're going over the hill on spa- on uh, a Splash Mountain, he's like hanging on because his hiney's hanging out of the seat because that negative, you know, the <laughs> negative G's. Um, so all he cared was that he was strapped in. Man, I finally got my picture with me and my two boys on, on Space Mountain. Um, I'm going to forever frame that and, and put that on the wall. What an incredible photo. Our last day there, we got to ride all three mountains. So we, we, we nailed uh, uh, Splash Mountain, um, Big Thunder Mountain, and we nailed Space, uh, Space Mountain all in the same day. So it was uh, an incredible last day. We went out with a bang. Um, in fact, the boys got to ride both sides of Space Mountain. So they've they've ridden every roller coaster in um, in Magic Kingdom, you know, on this trip. Awesome. So it was great. We got to ride Seven Doors a few times. So it was a, it was an overall successful trip, man. Yeah, we had a great time. And speaking of firsts, and as dads, I know you guys are even moms out there. I don't want to uh, take that away from you. You guys um, understand that, like, when you can live vicariously through your kids, it takes magic and it just multiplies it, right? So check this out. We went to Moonlight Magic, had a great time, met some incredible characters like uh, Darkwing Duck and and uh, some of the DuckTales. And then we went in line, and we were like the last group to get on Flight of Passage. It was like 11.38, and my son is like, and my, my, my oldest is tall enough to ride it. And uh, he's like, Dad, let's just do it. I'm like, are you sure? It's, it might be, you know, an hour wait. He's like, I want to do it because I talked him into it. I've been hyping him up for it. You know what I mean? Just hyping him up for it. He's like, let's just do it and get it over with. And so we finally get through this um, this queue, and it's like we're walking in the queue, and I'm like, oh, it's the next room. And I'm like, holy macaroni, it doesn't end. There's a whole other room. So we go through, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's another room. you know. So finally, and it only took about 38 minutes. Man, we got done with that. He goes, holy cow, that was the most incredible thing I've ever – this is my 7-year-old. This was awesome. This was incredible. I love this. I mean, he absolutely loved Flight of Passage. So I was just, as a dad, I was just like, that a boy. That's my boy. So it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was really a good first for a lot on this trip. So it was fun. And speaking of first, man, I know the one thing that you guys really always enjoyed with all your trips is was Lilo's. But, of course, you know, Lilo's closing and uh, not having that there but disney steps up and they open a brand new kid space with pixar play zone over at the contemporary and i know you guys took a uh, jason took a chance to take the boys over and let them have that experience you know i want to get your opinion before we do that we have two amazing special guests that are going to give us their take on the amazing new pixar play zone at the contemporary resort you know being a dad at disney is one thing because I get to experience things with the kids. But you know, when the kids get to experience something without the parents, that's something I can't even tell you about. I have to go right to the source. So we're going to talk about Pixar Play Zone because my two boys, the apples of my eyes, got to experience that. And we're just going to give you a quick rundown of what is in Pixar Play Zone. Number one, uh, they've got looks like they've got four... Different stations that you guys completed throughout the night. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So when you guys walk right into Pixar and I pull out my credit card and you guys got to wash your hands and do all that fun stuff, you get to walk around the corner that mommy and daddy are not allowed to walk around. And But I did notice that uh, there was a lot of electronics way in the background. What were all those? Video games. Video games. What kind of, were they good video games? Not so good? Amazing video games. Amazing. Okay. Awesome. I love that. Um, so 
I, I, I like that you were trying to wanted to show me about these video games and you wanted to play these video games with me and you're like daddy come back here and I'm like I can't go back in your room and play I, don't, I can't I can't go back there because no adults are allowed back there yeah I know real nice right that's where daddy goes that's not really fair you know um but there were four different little stations that you guys did. And it looks like you got Star Command, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger training. Now, if a kid was to go do that, what would he be doing? What, what, what is this, this Buzz Lightyear space training? What, what does a kid do when he goes there? Um, so, like, um, you learn how to be a space ranger. Okay, so... Like, you d learn how to defeat Zerd. You learn how to be, like, Buzz. You... It, you... And it's, you, like... Uh -huh. And there's, like, a beanbag thing where you like um there's 550 100 you mean different points yeah so you gotta throw them in the hole it's just like the um game with um guns at magic kingdom except it's just with beanbags it is okay and it's like was it fun yes very now, how fun. did you score what well how did you score Great. I got 125. Nice. What about you? How'd you score? Um, oh, I'm also 25. Okay. How'd you score on it? I don't know. You don't remember? Yeah. Oh. All right. No I don't know how to talk scores. Okay. Well, you threw in the hole. That's all right. No worries. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Woody's Roundup. Now, what what do you guys do? Now, if somebody was going to go to this and, and do this, what, what would they be doing? Um, okay. So, um, so what do you do? Do you actually run around? What, or is it a game that you play? What do you do? Um, no, you have these like play signs. Okay. And you sit down and like you listen, and there's this chart that we fill in. We have to fill in stuff, just mm -hmm. like what's an object, any kind of object, and like what's. So in other words, you're doing an ad lib. Food. Yeah. Okay, and then you got to read the story. Yeah. Oh, okay. That like, sounds well, fun. Was it like, silly? When the paper's done, you get like stuff. And um, my brother Parker, he was like Woody, and I was Bullseye. And when when the cowboy says Bullseye, I had to go like, Nay! Yeah. Yeah. Was it silly? Yeah, because like I um got to pick an animal, and I said giraffe, yeah. and then it was a very loud. Stampede of giraffes. Nice. Okay, let's. That sounds fun. Let's go on to the piston cup racing challenge. You guys actually get to race. Yeah. What yeah. do you race? Um, Lego cars. Legos. That's fun. So you got to build your own Lego cars. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. How'd you guys race? Did you did you place? What place did you get? I got second. second. I got tenth. Tenth no. place. All right, so, and then the last one that you guys did was the Incredible Super Dance Party. Now, this is something that I actually came in and I saw you guys doing. And you guys were tearing it up, and I loved it, and I loved it so much that I did not even want to pull you out because you are doing such a great job. So, what did you guys think of the, the dance party? Amazing. Did you have fun with it, buddy? Yeah. Yeah? Now, was it kind of embarrassing because you were out there by yourself doing that? Mm -hmm. Did you get over it quick, though? Yes. Because you're not really one that I likes to... I literally just walked fancy and... Don't, you, you, don't, like, you don't like to go out there and dance, right? Mm -hmm. You're not a dancer. And you're like, Daddy, I don't like to get out there and dance. So, you... Um, now, Bennett, you'll go out and dance like with dancing. anybody. Right, you don't like dancing, but you're a good dancer. It's not my thing. Like, oh, you dancing at Walmart tonight. <laughs> yeah, like you are right now. Uh-huh. So, um, anyways, uh, and that Walmart was a, when is an adventure in itself. However, um, the... Uh, 
my point is you did kind of come out of your shell though didn't you mm-hmm. you know and you did get out there and you were ripping it up weren't you all right so overall let me give it if, if I let's just face my fear that's right you face your fear that's right let me ask you then, okay? So just like Siskel and Ebert, let me go Bennett and Parker. What, give me a thumbs up or thumbs down on Pixar Play Zone. Thumbs up. So I got two thumbs up for the Pixar okay, Play Zone. I'll, I'll make my two. Would you? My toes would you guys do it again? Yes. You would. Would you do it again, Bitty Boo? Yeah. Okay. All right. Make my toes Why don't you say goodbye to everybody? Tell them thank you. Goodbye, thank you Goodbye, for listening. You know, the boys absolutely love this thing. Now, I want you guys to, to understand this Pixar Play Zone is modeled after the cruise ship's uh, kids' locations. What are, mm-hmm. what are the exact terms? What is the that kids called clubs. again? The kids' clubs. Kids' club, clubs. Yeah. Just a kids' club. So it's a pilot program. And um, listen, this thing holds 65 people or up to 65 kids. So I'm kind of leery about spreading how good it was out there because 65 kids isn't a whole lot of kids when you're talking Disney. I'm hoping it actually that it fills up all the time so maybe they'll make one or two more of these out there. The kids loved it. We let them go to Lilo's uh, one night. Uh, we went out. We had a good time. Um, but, you know, it was uh, we were debating on um, sending them to the Pixar thing. They actually kind of pushed us to where they really wanted to go try it. So uh, I'll tell you the first thing that my son said to me when he walked in. He goes, I told you that there were video games. Boom. And then he walks away. I'm like, dude, can I? Can you come back and give me a hug maybe? Can I? You know, so it was uh, extremely laid out. Now, this is what I really liked about it. Now, check this out. When it comes to activities, a kid doesn't have a choice. He will come together and do the dance studio. And then, then they'll go have their free time. And then, because they keep inter- engaging them to bring them together to, mm-hmm. to be a group. And I really like that. Now, we did sneak in, and we we're going to take them out about 10. It closed at 10.30. And the cast members there were amazing, you know, as always. So we sneak in. We look around the corner. Because you can't, because parents aren't allowed into it. We're only allowed up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at them, and they're having uh, Mr. Incredible and Mrs. Incredible. We're doing a dance party with them. All right? So all the kids are there. And my son is out there, both my boys are out there doing the, um, oh, what is it, the, like the 1970s fire hose, you know, like the, the sprinkler. The, the sprinkler. Yeah, that's my I'm only dance move. Laughing. <laughs> and, I, and of course, I'm never going to let them see me laughing at them when they're dancing, but I am just loving it because, you know, that, that they're making them take, they're, they're, they're making them come out of their shell, you know? And uh, they had a blast, so we looked at her and it's like, can we just go hang out outside for another half an hour? So we just went and sat on the bench right outside the door because they were having such a good time, you know. Price point was $65 a kid. It's about five and a half hours of uh, entertainment, and that includes dinner. There are no discounts at all because it's a pilot program. You get no AP discount, no DVC. There's nothing. So it was 130 bucks out of my pocket for that. Um, is it worth it? That depends on you as a family. Me personally, they had a blast. I loved it. So, yeah, and I mean, I'm, I, you know, I've done some research on it because I knew we were going to talk about it tonight, and it just it looks amazing. You know, I don't have experience with this, but I have experience with the kids clubs on board the Disney cruise ships, and mm-hmm. it seems like it's very similar in style as far as you know activities on probably like the half hour. Um, to where they're bringing the kids out, having them do these different activities, sure, learning sure. different things, things like that. Um, I will say this, and I, you know, I, with what I've read, it does recommend to uh, have advanced reservations. Did you all do advanced reservations, or did you? Mm-mm. No, we did not. And 
yes, I would recommend that because uh, we just got lucky where there wasn't a lot of people, and they said, "Oh, you won't have any problems because we were the first, we were the second ones in line, actually." And it just so happened to work out that our meal got done, and we're like, we just went over there. But I would recommend reservations, and here's why: if you and your wife are planning a meal at California Grill or something like that. You know, you you would you would hate to not be able to get your kids in and then and not get to have that that time that you guys wanted. Or worse yet, in my opinion, is looking at your son and going or your daughter and going, sorry, it's full. You know, when they mm-hmm. were looking forward to it. You know, so I mean, you see how 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 much Rye loves the the, the you know the the kid clubs. I mean, yeah, to, to, for it. her to be excited all day for it and then get there and be like, psych. You know, that would kind of ruin the night. So, um, yeah, that's definitely good advice, Justin. Definitely do that. Yeah, I think uh, I think we'll try this in October whenever we take right down. And just to give everyone um, just some a little a few more numbers about it, it's ages 4 to 12, and your uh, child must be, be toilet trained. Uh, but you can also reach Disney to make advanced reservations at 407-824-KIDS. That's 407-824-5437, and you can give them a call and get that set up to get your kids over there uh, to Pixar Play Place to have a, have a uh, good time. Play Zone. I want to call it Play Place. I feel like they should have named it Pixar Play Place. See, I think I've called I've, it. I've said it at a couple times like yeah. that. And um, yeah, but yeah, here it is Pixar Play Zone. So play yeah, zone. dude. Yep, Play Zone. Cool to hear. And this was for Scott Zobel because he requested to hear about this. So uh, shout out to Scott Zobel. Yeah, absolutely. It was his idea to um, to throw down the reviews on this. And Scott, this one's for you, buddy. So Jason, listen, we were just down there. Uh, I was just down there recently, back in uh, February, and I got to see the. Art festival. You got to experience some of the flower festival. Talk me through about some of that. We've, uh, we've you know, talked a little bit about the show, but just give me a little more details on listen, it. Listen, Epcot is beautiful. With the, now we're on the tail end of it, and I could tell the flowers were getting kind of war, but um, you know they weren't as vibrant. But it was still beautiful. Listen, it is to me with the flowers and the way that Disney has the characters and with the the, the foliage. Um, it's simply beautiful, and they have the flowers just everywhere. You see a lot of FDD signs. It's absolutely stunning, man, and we, we really enjoyed it. They had a lot of the food booths. Um, a lot of people are familiar with food and wine. To me, I'm, I'm more of a food and wine guy when it comes to you know walking, walking around the world. Um, they did have a lot of food. <laughs> I will be completely honest with you. Some of it I got, and I was... Um, it just was eh, you know, and then uh, one or two things I got where I took a bite and I actually threw it in the garbage because I, I found it that bad. Um, and I'm not going to concentrate a whole lot on the bad, but I'm going to tell you something. The one thing that's a notable bad is the Italian. Mike, it's nothing against you. Don't get angry at me. <laughs> it was the uh, ra- it was the lobster ravioli, okay? It's 12 and a half bucks. They give you two ravioli. Guys, I couldn't even. I couldn't. It was, and I love ravioli, and I love, and I love lobster, and I just couldn't. Now wait, have you had lobster ravioli before? Yes, I have. Okay, I have. All right. Yep, I have. Because um, having lobster is one thing; having ravioli is something else. Having a lobster ravioli is a completely different. No, thing. No, I, I did, and I think one of the things that killed me was they threw the very fishy um, caviar on top of it. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, the the I think it's almost like salmon eggs. I mean, they were just like that adds a lot of salt to it, doesn't it? Dude, just it was. Salty taste? I couldn't. I just couldn't. I was kind of like very few times do I feel like I was ripped off at Disney. I felt like I was like I I kind of feel like they were looking in the in little peepholes in the little pavilion there where they were serving it, going, 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, he's going to take a bite. Oh, oh, look, look. Oh, he threw it away. I knew it. Oh, because they're going to like, who takes two bites? Let's see who takes two bites, you know? I kind of feel like that. Um, so I was the, my biggest letdown. Um, my most favorite thing. Oh, man, there was a lot. I mean, there was some, there was some really good stuff. Um, did you have a scotch egg? We we did not have a scotch egg. Oh, you said you were going for I, one. Wait a minute. So hold on. I had to re- remember. I'm like, I remember eating a scotch egg, but that was with you. No, that was with Johnny. With Justin. No, with I Justin? ate one with Johnny when Johnny when I went down uh-huh. a couple weeks ago. Ah, uh, okay. So it was all right. Um, all right well, you redeemed them because you yeah, said you were yeah, going to get we, one, so we, we I hold you up to it. While we were sitting in the bar, there we were, we had a, an adult beverage and we had a scotch egg, and um, it was fun. But, um, you know, some of the food, like, like we got the little passport, so we were putting the little sticker on as we went through the passport and where we ate. I will tell you this. I had no room left in my stomach by the time we got around. I mean, I we, we maximized our time without kids, and we were just pounding, like, going down and grabbing spoons and trying whatever we wanted to try. It got. To, I kind of wished I would have started with the Mexican Pavilion because, you know, that's my more cup of tea. Uh, we went the other way. When we started this, I know, right? I, I feel so kind went, of you went the weird way. You went my of, way. I kind of feel weird. <laughs> exactly, that. almost like I, I need to take a shower, <laughs> you know. So, but uh, we started that way, and um, uh, we, you know, I had, I, I mean, look, it, it, it was fun. You know, I guess I, you know, I, it was just fun, guys. I had a great night with my wife. We we walked around, we ate, we talked, you know, we drank a little bit. Um, and and we just had a good mom and dad evening, and it was a lot of fun. Did you have the meal plan on this trip? No, no, we did tables okay. in Wonderland. Okay. Yep. And um, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what we uh, we 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 ate we ate at a lot of restaurants this time. So it was there was a lot of new ones we wanted to try, and then it was a couple of them where I'm like, man, Garden because Garden Grill wasn't we weren't going to eat at Garden Grill, and Garden Grill was like. On our li- not on our list, but I'm like, man, we're at, getting ready to do Soren. I'm like, boy, that Garden Grill sure smells good. And she's like, I'm like an enabler. I'm like the worst enabler with my wife. And she's like, oh, pulls up to my experience. She's like, I can get us in in 45 minutes. I'm like, do it. Do it. <laughs> Mommy, take me there. So, and we did. We did it a couple times. We didn't uh, like the beer garden and stuff like that. We, you know, we, it was just a, a spontaneous uh, meals. So, now, we had mentioned on a previous episode about the coral reef, and you were going to give it another shot. Did you do the coral reef at all? We did not. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if we we ended up um, not making the reservation because we went over. Oh, you know what? I think we declined that because we wanted to do Brown Derby Got on it. Hollywood and then, Studios. And then didn't you get charged $40 for the for I the, did, but they the refunded us. Yeah, they refunded us okay. that. Yep. Yep. Let me – let me um, – <laughs> I, I sometimes you know you need to hold Disney's feet to the fire. My Brown Derby experience was uh, is probably as bad as you're going to get, so I I will never eat there ever again. That's that was my least favorite place ever. Um, Worse than Tony's? It was. That shocks me, wow. man. It's one of my favorite in park. So restaurants. What, what happened is, I, I, is you I, had um, a, you know it's just I don't know it's weird. Well, it, you know, and to be fair, let me let me let me um, let me at least give it a little bit. So I, I don't want to sit there and give bad information out there because I don't want to talk bad about an, uh, uh, somebody's favorite restaurant, you know, and have them go, "What are you talking about?" We we sat down, we ordered a meal. I got the steak, and um, you know we're dropping sixty five dollars a plate. You know what I mean? And put the kids. I mean it was it, the total. I think our total family bill was one hundred eighty dollars, one hundred ninety dollars for the the meal. And so we we got it, and uh, I got my steak, and I'm like, 
hmm, this is not what I expected from a signature restaurant steak. It's kind of mushy. I'm like, and I understand it was a tenderloin, but I'm like, yeah, something's not right here. My wife took one bite and she's like, I, I, I don't, I don't like it. She goes, you can have it. And, uh, and that was the end of what, you know, she's not raising a big thing. She's not, I mean, look, we're at Disney. There's plenty of food to go around, you know. So she's, she wasn't going to make a big deal. She can have my steak, you know. And I was like, you know, I really don't want. Now, the, remember, these are like six inch, six or eight inch. Or, uh, They're fillets, ounce. right? Right. Tenderloin fillets. That's what they are. Yeah. And, um, and I'm like, and I didn't eat hers either. Now, look, for my birthday tonight, I had a 24 ounce ribeye. You know what I mean? And I'm like, like, look, I can pound a steak down, right? I didn't want it. And I'm like, this is this is because I don't like it. And um we uh we had our appetizer, you know, we ate our salad, we got we had an appetizer and our salad. We're not even halfway done with our appetizer and our salads, and they're bringing the main courses out. And and I'm looking at the waitress and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I mean, I'm paying for every individual piece that's on this thing here, and you're asking me to choose my hot meal or the eleven dollar salad that I just got, you know, so I'm so She's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know why they rushed it, and and that's fine. You know, a simple a simple um, fix would have been, you know, just I'll, I'll copy the appetizers because those are now ruins. I'm going to enjoy my sixty five dollar steak, and I'm going to push the salad to the side. You know, so after it was all said and done, I paid, and after I paid, I I says I want to talk to um you know the the restaurant manager. So the cast member comes over, and we're and I'm talking to her. And I says, the reason I'm coming to you now is because I don't want you to think I'm trying to get a free meal. So I already paid, but I'm going to tell you why I think you can do better because this was definitely not Disney. And to be honest with you, if I would have sent somebody here to the restaurant and this is the experience they would have got, I would have been embarrassed. So um, I told her, well, then she's like, well, we changed our, the way we're doing our steaks. Today's the first day where we, we tried that. I says, it's garbage. We couldn't even finish it. You know, they're, they're cooking the steaks in a different way. And, and here's, what, here's what they're doing. And I don't care if they're not going to admit it or not. They're ramping up for Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land. So they're going to try to get these people in, get the steaks, and get them out. So they're pre-cooking them. They're pre-cooking all these steaks to medium rare. And then what happens is, is they'll flash freeze them or they'll freeze them and then they'll pull them out and then they'll finish cooking them. Or either they'll cook, you know, cook a hundred of them at a time and then pull them out of the fridge and then throw them on the, and and flash, flash cook them to try to get them to the desire. Well, what happens when you cook that and do that, it turns it to that mushy consistency, right? So anyways, um, she was like, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. This is it. Now, you know, as I went away, I kind of stewed on, I'm like, well, number one, why am I your guinea? Why, why am I paying $160 to be your guinea pig? You know? So needless to stay until, until Brown Derby goes back to a signature restaurant and cooks a premium steak. And, and I'm guaranteed that it is a premium steak. I will just be uh, looking elsewhere because I can go to sci-fi and get a beautiful New York strip cooked perfect on in a great recipe because they changed their menu over there and uh, for half the price, you know, and, and, and still get the same Disney experience. So that's that in a nutshell. But that was probably my worst experience, and um, it is what it is, you know. I want to take it back. I want, I want to take it back. To, I have some questions about Flower and Garden yep. um, because my one thing is this. Like you, you and I experienced food and wine. Mm-hmm. together and you're looking at last year they had 35 booths right and right. flower and garden is ramping up to become that next massive festival it's the second biggest festival they do at epcot and they had 15 booths this time did you see the lines uh being excessively long with those 15 booths because i mean the lines are crazy long with the 35 booths 
So having 20 booths less, are you seeing those lines crazy long when you were there? I, I think I did not personally know. We Like on our date night, we were in and out. We got all our food quick, like within five minutes. We weren't waiting in line for more than five minutes at any particular booth. But it was kind of a light light crowd day at Epcot. Mm-hmm. You know, I would imagine if it was a um, like a Saturday night or, you know, a Saturday, mm-hmm. th- probably would be a lot longer. I... I think, like, you know, you're saying that they're, re- they're they're ramping up to be this next biggest festival. Man, I don't even think this is considered Food and Wine's even little brother. This is like their distant cousin because it's not like they got the best of the best out there. So I really don't even see it's going to draw the crowds in like Food and Wine would. They're really going to have to up their game for that to happen. Um and, and they're going to have to up the food game, too, you know, because there was a lot of eh on the menu, kind of like they needed to get something out, you know. Unlike food and wine, man, I love my food and wine. So, no, I, the answer to your question, Justin, is no, I did not. Well, and the one thing that they do, the one thing they do for Flower and Garden that I really, really enjoy, one um, is a small thing, and it's probably because I have a younger child, is they have the play place that kids can go and play on the play set. Um, there, I absolutely love that. You can get a drink, go relax, do all that. But also, they have the Garden Rock series, and the lineup of, of of entertainers they had come in was awesome this year. And I mean, just when you guys were down there, you're looking at um, Don uh, Don Felder uh, from the Eagles, you know, Hotel California, and you're looking at the Guess Who, American Woman, you know. Yeah, all the that. Guess Who <laughs> was playing the day we were at Epcot. Did you get to hear so, it at all? You get to yeah, yeah, we listened to him for a little bit. Yeah, we didn't really stop. Uh, I I don't. I don't know. I, I, just, I just wasn't in the mood for the live entertainment. You know, I don't know. I have no excuse. But we did hear him. So like yourself, I was Tiny Tim peeking through the window. Yeah, it's what I normally do when I'm there. I rarely yeah. sit down. I think we sit down one year. It's just Katie and I. We sit down for Daughtry just because he was there and uh, we didn't have anything else to do. And we watched him. Um, but, I can't, yeah, I can't remember any other time taking the time out. Because those lines can get crazy long, mm-hmm. too, to have, be in there. Right, right. You know, when we're talking about entertainment for adults, we're talking about, you know, food, we're talking about drinks, we're talking about, you know, uh, the musicians coming in. But one of the things that we absolutely love is the, I'm going to say, I'm going to call it a seek and find for, 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 you know, less of a, of a better word. But, uh, but had they, this year they had Spikes Pollination Exploration where they have the maps. Did the boys mm-hmm. do that? Because I know you can buy that map for six bucks and you go from pavilion to pavilion and you have to find you know, different colored eggs that are all based on characters or all based on movies. And then at the end you get a, um, you get an egg, whether it be from Monsters Inc., Mickey or Minnie or Belle or Cinderella as your gift for, for completing the puzzle. Did y'all, did y'all happen to do that? No, we did not. Uh, the boys inquired about it one time. Uh, it was when we were halfway through the world and I'm like, look, it, 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 if we come back to Epcot, we'll do it again. Look, Epcot is not our strongest day uh, days with the kids. I think we do maybe two half days with the kids at Epcot, or we'll spend most of our time, uh, you know, in the morning part, you know, in the land area and and whatnot. Um, but we have in the past, and those are incredible, and I highly recommend them because it it takes it takes Epcot, which you know, look as a kid. What's so appealing about Epcot, really? My kid says, can we do Phineas and Ferb? Dad, can we do this? None of the stuff. Like, you and I are talking, hey, food, hey, wine, hey, you know what I mean? But they're like, 
what is there for a kid to do? And this is just adds that element for a kid to get excited about Epcot. And I think it's an incredible thing. And and I'm glad you brought it up because it is it, it, it warrants a discussion to to go ahead and take advantage of that. Yeah, we do it every time because for, for five ninety five, you know, and they do discounts with annual pass DVC off of that. Um, to be able to get a great souvenir that your child just didn't go in and pick up, pick up off a shelf and walk to the front and pay for, they actually feel like they've worked for it. And as you go from pavilion to pavilion, you know, you're looking for those eggs. It's something the family does together. Uh, we do it every time we love it. And, uh, and then that combined with kid cot and then, you know, combined with eight, hey, it's a great opportunity to let your kids try new foods that maybe you wouldn't do otherwise, you know, put something in their lap. You may be out seven or eight bucks if they don't like it, but at least you've given them the opportunity to expand their horizon as far as, uh, as far as a culinary, you know, culinary adventure through Epcot. So. No, and, and, and you, you nailed it there. Like, you know, I keep giving you the credit on when we did food and wine, where you grab one dish and you hand out a bunch of spoons. Mm-hmm. Best way that's to do a, it. That's a great, great to do with the family. Because look, if the kid, if if your son or daughter doesn't like the roasted duck, well, chances are you probably will eat it. You know, so at least they got a chance to try it, and it's not going to be just an all waste because you you and your wife can can eat the rest of it or you by yourself. Um, which I I am not a fan of roasted duck. I, I want to like it, guys. I really do. But every time I get it, I'm like, man, why did I get this? That's the same with <laughs> lamb. I want to like it, but I'm like, no, I just I just don't like it. What so, about rabbit? You had rabbit? I do. Yeah. In fact, my neighbor. No, this is going down rabbit holes. <laughs> don't put <laughs> it. But um, yeah, I do like rabbit. I do like rabbit. Do you pick up any specialty festival merch? Um, there was a ton. See, that's what gets me, man. I get, I get going. I see all the specialty merch, and I'm like, I want that. I want the pin. I want the new Figment Magic Band. I want the T-shirt. I want the pass holder right. magnet. I want the pass holder T-shirt. I want the pass holder hat. And before I know it, I spent four hundred dollars in my mind while well, I'm sitting listen, there. Well, the, listen. Let me talk about the pass holder uh, magnet. Uh, we did get our annual pass holder magnet at Epcot, and that was many. But Hollywood Studios has a Donald. And my wife didn't get it. Oh, and no. she's like, we got to get back there. And I'm like, and we something happened where we didn't get back to Hollywood Studios because we got tied up. And she didn't get it. So if any of you out there have a want to do a swap for my mini for your Donald, I would be happy to give you my mini for that Donald so I could give to her. I'll pick it up for you in July. Yeah, but you only get one, dude. You only get like right. one per pass. It's not like you, you get one per pass, though, and they both have, they all, her and the Himmler both have passes. And so do the girls. Yeah, the girls do well, too. If you, yeah, if you if you think about it, and you can grab me one. That yeah, would and be if awesome. you get four, and you want to mail one somewhere else, you know, it's like absolutely. You know. I'll tell you what I did pick up, guys, was the three park pins of uh, the roller coasters that we did. I did the Space Mountain, I did the Splash Mountain, and I did Big Thunder, and I and I got the um, the pins because I'm gonna put them in a shadow box and. Uh, that first night that we rode Space Mountain, there happened to have been a photo pass photographer, and it was night outside Space Mountain. So I got a picture of me kneeling down next to the boys and uh, right there at Space Mountain. So I'm going to go ahead and, and get that one, and then I'm going to go ahead and shrink down a couple of smaller pictures of us riding Splash Mountain and um, Space Mountain together, and I'm going to put that in a shadow box with the pens. So that'll, that'll cool. go up on the wall. I'm excited to get that done, Yes. So you were talking about taking your pictures of Space Mountain and Splash Mountain, and that brings up my favorite topic of the week, and that would be Pictures of the Week. Pics of the Week. Pics of the Week. 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 It's 
time for us to get our picks of the week. So, Jason, being that you just got back from Disney and you had a fantastic time down there, Justin, you get to go. Oh, I love you. (laughs) Man, you make me so happy. Little do you know, Mike and I spent a lot of quality time together while you were gone. We had to. Uh, I tell you what, dude. If I'm, I've got the one picture that I want to pick. Listen, I loved a lot of these pictures, but there's one that I have right now. And if you pick that, so help me, this this Mike is just gonna go flying all the way to. Can I tell you that now I feel more pressure than I've ever felt on any episode we've ever done to make sure I pick this uh, pick this one? And I'm guessing it's going to be between two different ones that I've already said I'm going to pick. Um, and it's his birthday, too, so you really got to ruin it oh, for him. Oh, please. Oh, man. Listen, this will be like hitting the lottery. Uh, my my pick of the week, though, I'm going to narrow it down, and I fingers crossed this will be Jason's pick. Charles Mary with his 90-year-old grandmother, Barbara Mary. And they have Tinkerbell in their hands. Oh, and lucky, lucky, lucky. And just the look on her face and the look on his face. And the two of them sitting there and uh, enjoying time together is something that neither one of them will ever forget. It's time that's well spent. And uh, good on you, brother. Happy for you guys. I've enjoyed seeing it. And I've, they posted that amazing video of the entire bus singing happy birthday to Barbara. And uh, just, a, just a fantastic couple posts that he's been putting up. And Charles is a very talented dude. And just uh, thanks for sharing with us, man. I really, really enjoy all those. And I hope you have a fantastic end of your trip there. Well, I did have his, uh, Mary's picture as one of mine. It was his grandma um, hugging on one of the face characters. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? We're... we're the face characters were hugging on her. I love everything about his trip. I love everything about um, how how Disney treated her. It was such a great, great experience. I loved going on a ride with this guy. This was fun because you know what? She's everybody's grandma. You know, she's just she, how can you not love that woman? Seriously. Yeah, definitely. Hey, um, but I, so I want to I want to do this for you. Pick yours. Is this the yeah. one you were gonna pick? No, 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 no. Okay, I wasn't. okay, then yeah, you okay? You're you're stumping yeah. me then. All right. Okay. Yeah. No, I. Well, no, it was it was. You know. Anyways, um, listen, I I'm I'm gonna make mine super super simple because, look, like when we're recording, people don't understand. We're sitting here for ten minutes, like hashing out, like trying to trying to even like it's almost unfair. Like it gives me anxiety. I got to pick them because there's so many great pictures. I'm gonna keep this real simple. I'm gonna pick Kevin Cowles. And um, he's got his picture of his uh, newborn baby. Mm, And uh, I'm a Disney dad times two. And brother, good on you. I uh, love that picture. Congratulations. And, um, you know, I I wish you the absolute best of uh, of, uh, being a dad times two because it 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 can be a lot of fun <laughs> it can be very trying and uh, but you know what i got two guys that that melt my heart on a daily basis and uh it's an incredible journey my friend so so enjoy it well now that i have the luxury of going last i get to pick everybody that i want and i don't feel bad about taking anybody else's picks <laughs> so uh i have and i have quite a few because this was like we see every week, an amazing week of pictures. Uh, I want to start off first with uh, Adam Austin. Yeah. And yep. he has pictures of Good his one. kids at Dunkin' Donuts. And they are the faces of the, of I believe it was Maine, the, of the Dunkin' Donuts the for the charity for Children's Hospital. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't get to post a picture because uh, I didn't get a chance to, but I ran through the drive-thru. I got a nice coffee for you guys. Uh, and I, I know Justin did the same. Yeah, so I I'm one. very yeah. proud of you for doing that. Absolutely. And uh, fantastic picture. And the boys are smiling, which is great. Uh, Rachel Spear, 
those uh, those those pink those pink uh, Mickey ears look fantastic. And there was another one that I really wanted to mention was the picture of I just had it here. Uh, Katrina Dupree, new new member. Welcome to the group, first of all. And you had a picture of your newborn little newborn little musketeer with yeah. Mickey ears. Very and cool. I think, and to believe it or not, I think I took Sammy around that age, <laughs> and that's when it all started. Sarah was a little bit older, and uh, Sammy was nine months old when we first went. And uh, fantastic picture, we love it. That's a great. Anytime you're starting the kids off in Disney early in life, it's amazing. Uh, and one more thing that I also wanted to say, it goes with Picture of the Week, and it goes to a shout-out to a very special member of our Disney Dads family, and that would be to the uh, Dragstrom family. We had good news that their son is coming home from the hospital and doing well. And uh, from our family to yours, you've been in our prayers, and we've been pulling for you guys, and I'm happy to hear that uh, you know he's taking it day by day and heading home. So uh, from us to you, good luck. Definitely. Very cool, man. Absolutely. I'm glad to hear everything is... Um the tides are getting better, and, uh, and it makes my heart happy that, that, that you're going to get ready to have that reunion. Um, let me move on, and I want to give a shout-out to Veronica Miller. Now, she, she said something here that was kind of profound to me. She said, it's not Disney World, but my daughter and Sophia and I escaped for a girl's trip to Hilton Head. Girl, that's Disney, and I love that. <laughs> so I love that anybody that has anything that's Disney, just, just – um, I love that. Um, can we also give Tammy Adams, like, you know, I love these throwback pictures that people put up. And some of these are so great. Have you guys ever met Belle over at Epcot there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, yeah, multiple times. I haven't. Yeah, yeah, we multiple haven't. times. We've, we've kind of walked past that one. Yep. Did you? Well, that was one of those times where she happened to come out and it was just opportunity and she just grabbed the boys by their hands when they were young. I think it was, uh, I think there were two and three at the time. And uh, just skipped with them over to the meet and greet and had that little, uh, you know, that little encounter with them. Um, that was just one of those moments where I'll never forget. And it just, um, you know, just for for a character to, to do that to a family, you know, it just um, it just deepens that that love for that interaction. And I love that. Yeah. Talking about pictures, we're going to have some amazing opportunities for our Disney Dad family to shine with our pictures on the upcoming Disney cruise. Justin, why don't you tell me about the cruise? Yes, so excited about this. And Jason's here now with us to where we can talk about this and we can talk about the first inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise sailing July 17th, 2019 on the beautiful Disney Dream with a double dip two stop at Castaway Key. What an amazing trip this is going to be from complimentary open bars to us recording a live show there on Castaway. Uh, free gifts. There's just going to be so much cool stuff going on. And guys, I don't know about you. I am so stoked for this cruise. It's going to be so much fun to get our Disney family on board. And we've had a huge outreach of people interested. A lot of people have already booked and uh, getting everybody on board and getting everybody to uh, spend that quality time, all of our families together, is something I'm really excited about. How about you guys? I can't believe how many people have booked. This is incredible. This is huge. I, I, I never thought that this many people would jump on board and just grab a cruise with us. And, um, I mean, I, I, this close. I mean, just quick. You know, I know mm -hmm. I, I would. I was expecting, you know, people to stew on. And, oh, no, we, we canceled our trip and we rebooked. And, and I'm like, wow, this is going to be fun, guys. I can't wait. Then it's going to be my first cruise and I get to spend it with you two and the rest of our Disney family that's going out there. And on top of that... Um, for those of us that can't make, for those of you that can't make the cruise, uh, we're 
we're still going to do uh, three days in the parks right before that. So plan a trip down at Disney World. Then come on down. Come hang out with the rest of us. You know, we'll, we'll have some fun. We'll have some quality time. Um, you know, we'll, we'll try to schedule. Uh, actually, we're not going to try. We will schedule, you know, uh, a good place for us to get together and, and meet in person because a lot of you guys have met in, on, you know, in, in, on the, in the cyber world. You know, we're going to get a chance to shake each other's hands, give hugs. Um, uh, so plan that, you know, right before the cruise, uh, our local guys, I know we got a lot of people that are already chomping at the bit to get together again. Guys, this is an all-around win that week, and I'm, I am I cannot wait for that week of Disney Dads podcast family. Yeah, man, I'm booked. I, you know, I did it immediately. I told Laura, I said, this is something we have to do. We've been talking about doing a cruise for the kids for a while, and this was a no-brainer. We're going to have a blast. I've been to Castaway before, and, uh, man, I'm excited. I just wish it was this year. <laughs> you know, We have a year to plan for it, but I'm super, super excited. Uh, a lot of you guys, are not only your friends, but you feel like family to us, and we're going to have a blast. We're going to have a really good time. Nothing's like doing a cruise with a bunch of, you know, a bunch of friends and family to do it with. Especially ones that you like. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the great part about this is, like you said, we already have a ton of great people, but we have an entire year to plan. And, uh, you know, the great part is that final payment's not due till May the 3rd, 2019 for your cruise. So, you know, plenty of time to plan your finances, get those in. But the one thing about this cruise is to take part in all those fantastic meetups and free activities because we're renting spaces on board. We're giving out free gifts, free merchandise, free open bars, you know, all this stuff. You got to book through Away With Me Travel. Get a hold of Jamie or I at Away With Me Travel. Are you ready to experience the magic? There's no better time than right now. Here at Away With Me Travel, all of our agents are Disney College of Knowledge graduates. We have dined at all of the Disney restaurants and we have stayed at all of the Disney resorts. So definitely come and make sure to contact us. You can find Jamie and I both at Disney Dads at Away With Me Travel. Send us an email. We'd love to help you make your dreams come true. You can also find all of our services at www.awaywithmetravel.com. And remember, we're here to help you make your travel dreams come true, and your journey begins with us here at Away With Me Travel. Get a hold of Jamie or I. If you're interested in a complimentary quote for the first inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise, email us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com. Jamie and I get back to you right away, and we'll get you all set up on the beautiful Disney dream to be hanging out with the three of us and the rest of the Disney family. So, Jason, you had this fantastic idea to incorporate a little Disney trivia into our show. So why don't you tell them what we're going to do with our Disney trivia? Yeah, it's going to be a very simple process, guys. Every show, I'm going to drop one trivia question, and it can be a family fun where you guys can actually discuss it. Some of you may Google it up. That's fine, you know, but here's what I want. I just want you to text us the answer. That's all you got to do. Here's the question. What popular Disney character made his screen debut in the Silly Symphony cartoon, The Wise Little Hen? I'll repeat it. What popular Disney character made his screen debut in the Silly Symphony cartoon, The Wise Little Hen? Text us your answer and make sure you leave your name with the text, please. Yep, and you can text us at 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. Make sure to get those answers in. And on the next episode of the Disney Dads podcast, we will give a shout out to some of those people who got that right answer. Hey, guys. Do us a favor, go over to iTunes right now, slap us five stars, give us some loves. That helps the show, it helps the show grow, and it just, uh, listen, we appreciate it. So Justin, why don't you tell them how they can get a hold of us? 
Yeah, there's so many great ways. The easiest way is to head over to our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find the links to all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're the most active on our Facebook, uh, so make sure to come over and join us there, Disney Dads Podcast on Facebook, and uh, become part of that family. You know, Share some pictures, share stories. We love seeing all those every single day on our news feeds and interacting with you guys and getting to know you. We have such a great community of positive, uplifting people over there that love talking Disney and love talking family. So uh, make sure to come over and join us there. But also, you can get us by email through that website as well. It's DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you think. If you're enjoying the show, maybe you want to hear something in a future episode. And of course, like I said before, give us a call. 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. You can give us a call. Leave us a message. Let us know a little bit about your Disney passions. And we'd love to play that on a future episode. And of course, you can text those answers to the Disney trivia at that same exact number. Jason, happy birthday, buddy. Welcome back. We missed you. We're glad to have you back. And uh, I had a great time talking about your trip tonight. Yeah, I don't really, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I honestly appreciate um, uh, the show tonight to, because um, it kind of let me relive some of those memories, you know, some of those moments. I know they're fresh, but uh, I appreciate that. Um, and I'll tell you right now, the whole Groot and Star-Lord meet and greet, man, I don't know about that. Keep it Disney, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, take me home. Yeah, buddy. Good to see you. Good to have you back. Uh, like I said, Mike and I are not the same without you. We are the third amigo, and uh, the two of us together, we're just uh, just kind of bumbling idiots around this place, so we finally have our, 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 our motivator back to keep us in line. So it was good, though, man, to see pictures. The boys look like they had so much fun, and I love that. I love seeing you know your face on, on Mind Train, looking at those boys and, and how much fun they were having. It's just exactly what I think Disney is, and uh, it's just amazing. And, of course, seeing our Disney family interacting with you, you know, personally, you know, you, were, you got to spend quality time with those amazing people uh, was a lot of fun, too. So we, Mike and I live vicariously through you, but we are glad to have you back, and uh, I hope that uh, we will be, all of us, sitting in Disney very, very soon, all three of us together. Yeah, and, and Mike, before you close up, I just want to give a, a special thank you to uh, Joe Keel. Um, he's a good friend, you know, uh, uh, you know, when Joe was talking about, and we stayed at the Polynesian in September, I'm like, yeah, you and I were sitting at the pool together, dude. You know, um, so Joe's a cool guy. I'm so glad he came on. Thank you, Joe, uh, for taking the time to come on the show. He's always a great guest and, um, and I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. He was a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun to spend some time with. I tell you what, he's, uh, he, he, that's, that's one guy that loves Disney and fits right in with the three of us. Absolutely, he sure does. He is one of us for sure. Nice to have the Northeast guys too. <laughs> oh well, by the way, there, Mike. What is this Wisconsin nonsense stuff you're talking about? You and Chris, Chris, uh, trying to like. I, you know, I have a feeling, Justin, that him and Chris Mass, Mass, whatever Chris M. <laughs> You guys are going to try to do some coup on the ship, man. That's I right. have a feeling me and me and Justin are going to have to walk the plank. You know, and if Joe and if Joe comes to you, you're really going to be outnumbered. Oh man, I'm kind of worried now here. All right, guys, have a good night. Good night, buddy. Good night, buddy. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney.
Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the world... And that would be a wrap. Thank you.